Okay, I have one more of my fun travel stories for y'all. So this is something that I wanted to share with you that happened on a subway in New York. I was in New York City and I was doing an event and I hired a videographer that I had kind of been talking to um, just like within the industry on through Instagram. <clears throat> and we did the job together and everything all went well. And we were walking up or I think we were walking down the platform to get on a subway. And he, I remember, because he picked up my bag, he carried my bag. So I saw, okay, nice, like, you know, good gentleman. He, he was carrying my bag. And then um, we got to talk and we were just standing on the platform waiting for the subway. And we got to talk him. And he was talking to me about um, some clients that he was dealing with. He was a barber. And and then I said, well, yeah, don't, like, he talked about a no-show. And he was, like, annoyed by it. Like, you know, that thing. Like, and then they didn't show up. And, and I said, oh, do you require... A deposit and he said no no because I think that like will make people think that I don't trust them or not or they won't want to come see me and I said okay but okay this person that didn't show up then what did like if they book again what's what will happen he was like well nothing they'll just book again I really hope they come I was like what in the heck I was like well, what do you mean like you're just they no showed you and then you're gonna have them come without paying like a fee or something like that so I was breaking it down to him because he said you know I want to break all this down to you. So basically, let's go over the first thing that he said, because a lot of people say this, right? They'll say, oh, I don't want to have a deposit because I feel like people won't come to me because they'll go somewhere else that doesn't require a deposit. Or if I if I say that I need a deposit, they'll think that I don't trust them to show up and all this kind of stuff. Also, not this barber, but another barber who owns who owns like three shops. And he was renting out a station in the salon to a guy who would work there and he was going to make him the manager, which was his boy, right? So he's like, okay, now I'm going to make him the manager. And for him to be a manager, he gets the chair for, he gets a chair, meaning he doesn't have to pay rent, but he manages the shop and all that kind of stuff. So I was saying, oh, you want, you're going to write up a little agreement or something? No, no, that's my boy. So same thing with what this, the videographer barber said about his client, no showing and coming in and what this other barber said. And if you're thinking this, I need you to hear me loud and clear. I'm not an advocate for writing up an agreement or a contract because I don't trust you or I don't trust the person I'm doing business with. That's not why. I could do a business right now with Nana. I mean, Nana has passed on, but if she were alive, I used to say this when she was alive. I could do a business right now with Nana, my grandmother, and we're going to write it down on paper. And Nana would be the one enforcing that, not because she doesn't trust me and not because I don't trust Nana. Why do you write things down on paper? You do that because you're a business person, you're a businesswoman, not because you don't trust, you do it because you're a businesswoman, that's why, because that's how business is done, right, so have you ever watched Judge Judy, Judge Judy's my girl, I really like her, Judge Judy um, has uh, a saying where she'll hold up the, the you know, the document, she's doing something important, she's like, whatever's on the four corners of this piece of paper is what I can enforce and go over, you don't She'll say, no, 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 no hearsay. No, I don't care what you said. I don't care what this person said. I don't care what you agreed to on the phone. Whatever's in the four corners of this document. Another fun thing, like the positive aspect of putting together some sort of document where you're both on the same page and it just needs to be those four corners and a signature, right? So an email can work sometimes if you send the email and say, please reply back that you agree to these terms. But it's better to have um, dig digital signature or print it out and have a signature. But Another reason why is because 
say you and I are going to do some kind of business right now, or, or I'm going to come to your school, or I'm going to come to your business, or your, your salon and do a training. I'm going to train you, I'm going to train your staff, and then you and I have a one-on-one, right? We discuss everything. We discuss the price. Are you paying for the travel? Are you not? Um, how many hours do you get? Do you get any questions? Do you get any follow-up time? That's all the stuff that goes in something called a deal memo or an agreement or a contract. And why you want to have that is so that one, you're both, you're both protected because you're business people. Two, so that all the terms are there, right? And you're both on the same page. I'm agreeing. This is what I ordered. I'm agreeing to this. This is what I uh, agreed to deliver. I will deliver. And you're doing that because right now we're on really great terms. Right now we love each other. We're in the honeymoon romance trance phase, right? What happens if there's a bump in the road? And I'm like, oh, there's a miscommunication. I didn't say that. I didn't say, you didn't say this. Oh, what, what? Then we bring out this original contract when we loved each other and then see, oh yeah, it did say three hours, not four hours. Do you know what I mean? And another thing is I even went in, in advance and saying, will, will you know, after the one-on-one or something or coming to your salon, will you get follow-up calls and how long and all that? Because it's important and I, and I have the skill to be able to, and it's just from working for a long time and getting burned and then knowing, oh, what to put in and what to kind of forecast and foresee and anticipate any issues that come up. This is something that photographers don't do a lot. And I have helped train a lot of photographers with the business side of things is they'll, you know, either photographers or graphic artists, this works for, they'll take a photo or they'll make a flyer and then the client will badger them to death. Can you edit this? Can you edit this? And then there's about 45 edits. Now it's taking you three and a half weeks when the thing, sh- thing should have took two days. So initially in the beginning, you have to say, if you're doing photography or graphic artists or that kind of stuff, you have to put in there, um, you know, the shoot is, you know, we'll just use a random example. The shoot is $250. Um, you get up to four edits included in that. Any edits after that will be $25 per or something like that. Same with graphic design. So that's the same where if you were going to do an event or that kind of stuff. Now, that's for more big kind of business projects and all that stuff. What if you're just you in your salon, like that original barber carrying my bag up uh, down into the subway was saying, oh, you know, I, uh, I don't want to slam them. I don't, you know, if they, if they have a no show and they come back, you can't do that. People I'm telling you right now, if you've done it before, don't ever do it again. If someone no shows you and you don't have a deposit and cancellation policy in place already, which I want you to, but if you don't, like there was a, you know, a barbershop and their, their enforcement was, and there was a sign on the mirror that said, any no-show appointments results in a $15 fee in order to rebook, meaning they didn't have a cancellation uh, process or cancellation thing in place as you cancel, meaning if you if you make an appointment and you cancel and you don't show, you're not penalized until you want to book another appointment with the person. So you could essentially just never book again with that salon and have no repercussions. But if you want to get with that person because they're really crispy and really great at the haircuts, in order to be able to even book an appointment with that person again, you have to pay a $15 no-show fee because you no-showed last time. This is what has to happen either on the front end when they book. There's already a cancellation and um, deposit in place because I think that really protects you, right? You're still covered for your time. And then, or in the back end, but don't let people just willy-nilly um cancel and then not have anything to do so you don't want to have like a no-show consequence and you know why that is that's all because of business 
but it trickles down into your own self-worth as well. You're going to start to get resentful and it's taking advantage of yourself. It's not setting yourself up for success and it's making you be in a boundary list, no boundary, bad relationship with your own business. And who's doing that? Not the person that didn't show up. They're them. They're, they're grown adults. They're going to show up or they're not going to show up. You're the one that sets the tone whether people are going to show up or not show up and how it's going to affect you. Meaning if they show up and there was no cancellation policy in the beginning and if they try to rebook and you just let them rebook, you're setting yourself up to be in a very bad relationship with your own business. And it will turn, I'm telling you, I deal with a lot of people in the industry and maybe it's happened to them for five years or 10 years or 20 years and they are at a very resentful place for their business, the industry and the clients. And it's only because they didn't set up their own business and do the right thing. So if you need any help with this, I would love to help. You can set up a no-cost 20-minute phone call with me, and I can get to know a little bit more about your business and tell you how I work. I always drop free gems in the call. You know, if that's the only thing you want to do, that's great. I still give you free gems. There's free gems in this podcast here. And I also have a pricing class that will really help you with your assertiveness. The pricing class is called How to Give Yourself a Raise and Set Up Policies and Procedures without losing any clients. So this is, if you do want to raise your prices, that's what this class is for. It's also if you want to start to implement deposits and cancellation fees, because it talks about the practical way of doing it, shows you step-by-step how to do it. It also um, talks about the assertiveness and the mentality behind enforcing these kind of things and how to talk about yourself and stand up for your business. And then it also goes in a little bit into the right mentality to have and then and how it will turn if if not right if you let this go on you'll start to feel really bad about yourself really bad about the business and I don't want that to happen so I really hope that you enjoyed this my little trip the old NYC and what all went down in the subway and and take notes from me I take uh, inspiration and stuff from every conversation I have and everywhere I go and any chance I get to help creatives and artists stand up for themselves so that they know they can operate and run their their business like a business. So creative solutions for creative people. Until next time, ciao peeps.